You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, March 3rd. We have some upcoming events to fill in your calendar. The next staff AMA with senior management team is next Tuesday, March 9th at 9 a.m. For the uninitiated, that would be Ask Me Anything. The IT Services Events team has sent Outlook invites to everyone, so look for those in your inbox. The next Cabinet Conversation is Tuesday, March 16th at 10 a.m. The guest is Jeff Gattis, Associate Chancellor and Chief of Staff. Visit staffassociation.ucsd.edu to get registered for that session. Finally, the next UC San Diego Staff Town Hall is March 23rd at 11 a.m. Chancellor Pradeep Kosla himself will present the opening remarks. Head to returntolearn.ucsd.edu to get registered. For today's interview, we welcome back Todd Anderson. He's put together a telecommuting playlist. This is Mark Herzberger, Communications Manager. Today I'm joined by Todd Anderson, Administrative Assistant in the Business Office. Todd, welcome back to the pod. How are you? Thanks, Mark. Glad to be here. Uh, I'm doing very well. I'm happy and healthy and uh, ready to talk about some music today. And yes, you've put together a telecommuting playlist. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a minute. Well, how has your continued work from home experience been uh, since March? I mean, it's been perfectly fine, honestly. Gotten into the groove of doing it. Occasionally, as I'm sure we all experience, it gets pretty monotonous being in the house all day long and not feeling like you get a chance to leave. But other than that, I'm enjoying the focus and you know some of the benefits of getting to be around my family uh, is, is certainly nice. So all is well. And I, I don't suppose there's any uh, big personal news you'd like to mention to all well, of yeah. who last joined us? Uh, well, yeah, as, as of October, I got married. Uh, that's fun. Uh, everybody keeps asking if married life is any different and it's not really. <laughs> We've been together for six years, so everything is pretty well established at this point. It's just fun every once in a while to look down and see a ring and be like, oh yeah, I'm actually married now. So that's obviously provided a big lift to uh, my spirits over this past year. Congratulations on that. Thank you. All right. So you, your first time joining us on the podcast last April, um, you let us know that you know, like you personally have some uh, musical pursuits and you included some clips. And I uh, also wanted to mention to the listeners that since September, you've been a member of the pod squad, as I affectionately call it, and you've taken on the responsibilities for doing our sound editing and our overall production behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, despite having to suffer through dealing with the likes of me on a weekly basis, you readily agreed to perform this role. So why did you say yes? And what has that experience been like so far? Uh, I, I said yes, because I love working with audio. Previously, I've done it in my personal life and my personal pursuits with music, but I've never really gotten to 
tackle it in any sort of professional way. And so when the thought arose and you, you asked if I had any interest in participating in, in editing the audio and doing some production, I jumped on that opportunity to include any sort of audio related stuff in my workday is amazing to me. Um, I also listen to podcasts all the time and have thought, you know, like I could do that. Like, I don't know about creating the content, but I certainly have the skills and the know-how to work on a podcast. And so I've kind of been rolling that around in my mind that I might want to pursue that, you know, on the side personally at some point. So when this came up, this seemed like the perfect opportunity to get my feet wet, to include some of my, my music and audio passion in my everyday work. Uh, and I'm really grateful for that. It's really nice to have a few hours every week where I can just jump into audio world and uh, live there and break up the workday essentially. So it's been going really great. And I've, I've learned quite a bit about the feel and workflow of uh, working with you know, speaking instead of music. So happy to be doing it. Happy to be part of the pod squad. And we are grateful for your involvement. When I send you an interview and Miguel sends you the voiceover and so forth, what are some of the core functions that, that you do in the course of editing the interviews and putting the episodes together? So a lot of it is two things. It's either tightening up people will leave spaces in their speech where they're thinking or that's the natural flow of how they speak. And in trying to keep people's interest in listening, you you know want to tighten that up a little bit so that everybody's point gets across as concisely and as clearly as possible, that your follow-up questions keep in a natural flow of conversation uh, to keep the dialogue moving and keep people interested in listening. Other times it's people can go off on a tangent that's not necessarily related to the topic at hand. So we're editing out some tangents that also just add to the overall runtime of the podcast. We're trying to keep that condensed to a certain amount of time that we know people will be willing to listen to a podcast of that length, you know, about 20 minutes or so. And then depending on the interviewee, some people speak very, uh, clearly and don't stumble over their words or don't need filler words like um, ah, or you know. Some people do lean on those filler words quite a bit and I just try to clean up some of those so that that doesn't become a distraction from the knowledge and the information that they're giving to the listeners. So we want everybody to sound as authoritative and informed as possible. So it's just doing little things to ensure that, uh, that everybody comes across like they intended, that our message gets across. Um, and then at the end, it's just popping in the intro, outro, Miguel's voiceovers, doing a couple little fades so that everything flows together and voila, you have a podcast. Very good. Now on to the playlist. You've selected 10 songs and we'll talk about a few of them. And uh, we should note all of the songs and the YouTube clips are posted on The Current for everyone's listening enjoyment. Uh, about a month or so ago, I challenged you to come up with what we're gonna call a telecommuting playlist. Um, so of the 10 songs or out of the 10 songs, what is the overall theme or through line that you were going for? 
So with the objective of this telecommute playlist, I definitely took that very directly and thought of, you know, my commute, my former commute to and from work was always soundtracked. Uh, I listened to music all the time. That was my chance to check out new music, to get me in the right headspace for the workday. So I thought of this, that the overall arch uh, of the theme would be our former commute to and from work and the highs and lows emotionally and mentally <laughs> of the work day when we were in the office, when we were physically going to work. And kind of on the flip side of that, balancing that with our current reality, which is that we are stuck at home and we aren't physically commuting anywhere. So it's kind of a play on both of those things. And as we discuss the songs, that will become more clear. Yeah, I think the follow-up there I had was you've given uh, each song a theme, like uh, a tongue-in-cheek commute song, pump-up song, jam song. We've got a moment of zen. What what influenced the order and structure that you came up with? <laughs> uh, at first, I didn't know. I was just including those as my notes to myself to help give the structure. Um, so it wasn't necessarily intended that those. that's how I was titling those songs. But I guess in doing so, I was helping myself lay out the structure and kind of naturally slot the songs in together. You know, I bookended it with two songs or three songs, I would say, that represent the commute to and from work and the kind of emotional feel that I would get from doing so. The interior of the playlist, I kind of felt like was dealing with just the way that you your day kind of emotionally unfolds and taking songs that either are reflective of those emotions or those thoughts or are a relief from those. So like a pump up song to like get you ready for the day, to get you in a good mood, et cetera. So that, it kind of helped everything fall into place of just how I felt the, the natural workday flowed and the songs as a response to that slotted in where they, where they did. The leadoff track is Welcome to the Working Week from Elvis Costello. What's this song all about and why is it up first? Well, I mean, it's it's pretty on the nose. I mean, the title says it all, Welcome to the Working Week. Uh, and that's that's the chorus, Welcome to the Working Week. I know it don't thrill you. I hope it don't kill you. Welcome to the Working Week. You got to do it till you're through it, so you better get to it. I mean, I feel like that probably sums up how we all feel about Mondays of dragging ourselves out of bed, getting in the car or opening up the laptop, knowing that there's a working week in front of us. And Elvis Costello just kind of always has a little cheeky, uh, dry sense of humor that he includes in his songs. And so it's kind of like a good, good natured, though a little pessimistic uh, opening song and it's fast and it's punchy. So I thought it would, it would be a fun way to open up the playlist. We've also got a quote unquote remote work blues song. It is Life From A Window by The Jam. What are you going for in this tune? So this one relates pretty directly to the feelings I'm sure we have all experienced about working from home and more or less being quarantined in our spaces and 
literally looking out the window and seeing the outside world and feeling kind of disconnected from that. The character in this song is literally looking outside and seeing life happening and wondering about it while being stuck inside. So yet again, pretty on the nose with with what we've all been through, but I felt that that it was a good reflection of some of the emotions we felt. And I think there's probably a time every day when we think about that. Um, And even when we were at work too, I, you know, we were right on Torrey Pines golf course. And I remember being inside looking out and be like, only so far away is the beautiful ocean and this golf course. And, you know, I've got to be here on my computer. So I think it's kind of a universal feeling that we experience at work and, uh, I think it's a beautiful song too. So it kind of fit nicely in the flow of things. All right, on to another song that caught my attention. <laughs> I know I'm the parent of an almost two year old. So that really colors the lens of how I view life. And when I first skimmed the playlist, I thought, ah, something for the kids, a song by the Muppets. <laughs> but it's not the Muppets. Uh, upon closer inspection, the band is the Meat Puppets. And the song is <laughs> Up on the Sun. So who are the Meat Puppets and what is this song all about? (laughs) I honestly really don't know too much about the Meat Puppets, uh, other than that they were kind of an influential band to like the grunge movement with like Nirvana and Soundgarden and bands like that. So I, I had heard of them on the periphery, but never really listened to them. But a lot of these songs and a lot of these artists, I kind of came to know and love Uh, in my commutes to and from work over these past two years. So that was kind of also an inspiration for choosing these artists and songs in particular. This was just a song that popped up in a playlist and I thought it was pretty groovy. The singing's a little wonky, but it's, it's endearing in a wonky sort of way. And since I wanted the inner part of the playlist to kind of be a suite of jam songs, This was a nice shorter jam song to start it off that had a good mellow flow to it. So, and I just thought it would be funny to put, you know, a meat puppets. I'm sure no one's ever heard of them just to throw that in there to provoke some people's (laughs) interest into what, what I'm doing here. I I looked them up. Uh, They date back to 1980, if you can believe it. And you, at least according to Wikipedia, you're right Mm -hmm. on the money. They they did influence the the later, uh, you know, grunge movement. And I learned, uh, like like any real band of note, uh, they've broken up and reconciled many times over 41 years. So there you (laughs) go. It is a prerequisite. well, change, changing gears a little, in a silent way from Miles Davis, that is your moment of Zen song. What's this number all about? So especially after the slate of songs that uh, I had put together up until this point, most of which are kind of alternative rock or the early formations of, of punk so there's a lot of energy, uh, a lot of brash guitars and upbeat music. At the end of that cycle, I wanted something as kind of like a palate cleanser, like a breath of fresh air, something to help ease your mind down. And also just kind of thinking about the arc of the the working day of when maybe you've been frustrated with the way things have gone or you're ready to go home. You have any number of these emotions bubbling up inside of you just to have a song that um, I, I guess this is more than a song. It's it's 20 minutes long, so it's still a jam. <laughs> it's, it's the conclusion of my jam cycle, but it just flows 
pretty hypnotically. It's very mellow. I, I love Miles Davis and he was one of the people in his music I used to listen to when I was younger and doing homework or studying or working on projects, I'd throw it on in the background and it was provocative and stimulating enough to keep my mind focused on what I'm doing, but it was in the background enough that it didn't distract me. So I just think this is a, a really cool period of Miles Davis's music when he starts bringing in like a rock band uh, and exploring the early jazz fusion stuff that I don't know if many people have listened to, but it's, it's just a great song, super peaceful. Um, and I think anybody could get down with throwing this on in the background and getting some work done. Closing out the playlist, uh, three songs, this must be the place from the talking heads, watch the sunrise from big star and motor away performed by guided by voices. Uh, which of these would you like to say a few more words about? Um, I guess it, I'll, go with this must be the place although i don't think this is directly what the song is about per se but the emotional impact it had on me in relation to the theme of this playlist that i came up with i thought it was apropos home is where i want to be that's that's the opening line of the song and later on it, it, he references that again and decides this must be the place I think there's something that I thought this may allude to some of the feelings that we've had about when we were in the office and working, I'm sure most of us have felt from time to time that we just wished that we were home, either working or not working, you know, <laughs> that home is the refuge and we just need to get back there and things will be all right. And that's kind of been turned on its head as work has now shifted to the home and your home has become the workplace and kind of trying to reconcile that difference of like, well, now where is my refuge and what has home become? Uh, and, and I think then relating back to the song that its point is that home is wherever you make it. Home is a feeling in your mind, um, is that feeling of peace, is that feeling of refuge. So placing this at the end of uh, the playlist, I'm thinking about like we're at that time of the day where if we were physically at work, we would be getting ready to go home. And while we're here working at home, we, <laughs> we are already at home, but mentally we are trying to make that journey back to home as the refuge from work, as the place to relax and refresh our mind. So I thought it was appropriate and it's a beautiful mellow song too. I wanted the second half, the end to calm down a little bit before we blast off on Motor Away as the end song. So I thought it fit in nicely and it's just a great song. So it, it felt right to put it there. Let's close it out here and we'll stipulate, you know, musical pace and building a playlist are very personal things, but what advice would you give to your fellow IT services coworkers who either want to construct their own telecommuting playlist or perhaps more effectively build music into their workday? I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely different for everybody. I think the first thing would be to assess uh, what music represents to you. I know that's like a pretty big question to ask, but for some people, music is a distraction. And 
it may not be the best idea to, <laughs> to be listening to music at work. I know I encounter that uh, because I'm so into music. Sometimes I can get lost in really in-depth listening to it. And I've ceased to do the work that I was supposed to be, do, <laughs> supposed to be doing. And the music has ceased to be the background uh, that it was meant to be. If that's not the case for you, sometimes music is cathartic or it is uh, intended to help turn you around from an emotional space that you're in. So pick music that accomplishes that for you. I have the pump up song on here. I have the uh, inspiration at the end of the day song. Those are kind of meant to be the panacea for any of those negative emotions you might feel throughout the day. You are like, I need to be pumped up right now. I need to feel great and know that everything is going well for me. Then I have the jam songs on here. Maybe, maybe putting some more ambient, longer length songs that can kind of fade into the background work really well. They provide you with just enough inspiration they give a rhythm to your day, which might not otherwise be there. Uh, so maybe consider just throwing some longer length songs in there, some jazz songs, some classical music that you necessarily may not need to focus on, but just those songs living in the background could be inspirational um, or could pick up the rhythm of your day to help you work even better. So, I mean, those would be the things I would say to consider because just picking your favorite songs might actually distract you. So maybe this is your chance to stretch out and go outside your comfort zone and discover some new music for a new purpose. So that, that would be my advice if I have any to give. Well, with the two-year-old, we've got the Muppets uh, playing on a loop. So that's my soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Todd, I appreciate you putting the playlist together and appreciate you coming on. And I better get this file over, you, over to you to edit. All right. Sounds good, Mark. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, Todd. Thank you, Todd and Mark. As the father of a toddler myself, unfortunately, the Muppets are also in heavy rotation in the Rodriguez household. As for the meat puppets, it reminds me of high school. And don't forget, all the songs in Todd's playlist are right there on The Current. I must say Mark Herzberger left out a very important March date, and that would be March 31st, the birthday of yours truly. So mark your calendars and I'll be looking for cards in the mail. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily. <laughs>